switched up. Fan was looking down on me. Now I'm up. Wish you would've stuck with me. Now you're stuck. Cause somebody else hating every time I look up. Can't keep me down. What up, though? It's your man, Tarek Aha, back for another episode of Wild Live with Tarek, the most unapologetic podcast in the game. And y'all already know what time it is. I'm about to turn it up on you niggas like my part coming. Hey, man, listen, this episode has been uh, long awaited. You know what I'm saying? I know everybody wanted to know. Everybody keep hitting me up about, you know what I'm saying, the, uh, the process of getting your CDL and shit. You know what I'm saying? I just got my CDLs. So everybody been, you know what I'm saying, hitting me up on all social media platforms and shit like, damn, what school did you go to? What company you drive with? Ooh, how was the test? What was on the exam? Blah, 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 blah. So I just got tired of, uh, I got tired of typing out all these motherfucking responses and shit. So... I just decided to, you know, give y'all the whole sauce, the CDL motherfucking sauce, and provide you with not only the information that you need if you're trying to obtain your CDLs, but also give you uh, my story on my whole motherfucking process from quitting my job to ultimately getting my CDL. My, uh, my, my, my new driver's license literally just came in the mail uh, about an hour ago. So I have my commercial driving license. And I'm going to give y'all the whole fucking story from the day I walked out of my motherfucking job after six and a half years to right now getting my CDL in the mail. I'm going to give you the sauce. So here it go. Hey, man, but listen, before I get into this, I just want to say this motherfucking uh, DJ Khaled uh, album just came out and this nigga hove went nuts. God did. God damn it. Like, I ain't never had a Khaled album. Like, this is the first time I... You know, uh, ever down, ever had a a a, a Khaled album? I've never had none of that shit that he ever dropped. You know what I'm saying? I ain't never downloaded none of that shit. I ain't never bought none of it. But I was watching this nigga's Drinks Champ uh, episode yesterday, and they was talking about the album, and he was like, "Yeah, nigga, Hove gave me a, a, a goat verse on the motherfucking album. He just going crazy. He like, yeah, Guru vouched for it. Nori was vouching for it. Everybody was like, this is like one of the all time great Hove verses. So. I couldn't wait till midnight last night to download the album, but you know what I'm saying? I was I was running around doing a bunch of shit, fucking around with all these other companies and shit this morning. So I really didn't get a chance to listen to it this morning, but I hop on Twitter and Twitter going crazy about this nigga verse. Like, oh my God, this nigga Hove is, is the champ. Like this nigga to go if you if it was ever any doubt, da 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 da. Ooh. Uh this was it, you know what I'm saying? Did did this is gonna silence everybody? I've been I've been knew Hove was the GOAT, right? But I downloaded this motherfucking album, and I listened to this motherfucking verse, and my motherfucking mouth was on the porch. I'm sitting on the porch listening to this shit, and I'm like, God damn, this nigga went nuts. Hove went ape shit. So, you know, shameless plug, my nigga. You know, go ahead and uh, download that motherfucking album. It's called God Did DJ Khaled. I didn't even get past the whole song. I, I didn't even listen to the other, like, 15 songs. I, I got to whole shit, and I I just kept listening to that. The shit is amazing. <clears throat> so, with that being said, let's get into this motherfucking CDL sauce, right? So, I'm about to get y'all, like I say, everything you need to go from regular license to commercial driver's license. So, here we go. The whole motherfucking sauce, right? So... Like I say, I've been at my job. Uh, I just quit in uh, June 12, 2022. 
That was my last day of work. I had been there up until that point. I had been there for six and a half years. And it was a cool gig, you know what I'm saying? The work was the work was decent, you know what I'm saying? Like it wasn't never the work ain't never the problem. Like and that's what most folks know. At your job, the actual work that you're doing is never the problem. It's the people or the environment. That's the the dumb shit, right? So it was no different. Uh, it was no different with this. Uh it was the uh the fucking environment was was dumb. The people uh in power were fucking dumb. Management was incompetent. There were a, a few nice girls in HR, shout out to them. But the rest of the shit, like, like, I knew it was time to go because my mood would change as soon as I pulled into the parking lot. Like, I would get into the parking lot some days, and I would just call off. Like, I'm, I'm not doing this shit today. I'm not dealing with these motherfuckers. From the parking lot, like, straight up, call the fuck off. So I knew then, all right, it's time for me to get the fuck out of here because this shit is changing who I am as a person. Like, I ain't even this type of, you know, down motherfucker, but this place is bringing me down, you know what I'm saying? So I just knew that I had to get the fuck out of there. So I had to come up with a plan, right? <clears throat> so I'm like, fuck it, what am I What? What am I going to do? I want to leave here, but what am I going to do, right? So I just looked at the things that I like to do. I love to fucking travel already. As y'all know, I've, uh, you know, rolled all across this motherfucking country on my motorcycle. I've seen some of the most beautiful places in the world riding that bike, traveling the country. And even before I got a bike, I was a traveling ass nigga. I was going everywhere. Y'all know me for that. You know what I'm saying? New York, Philly, D.C., you know what I'm saying? All in Raleigh, Tennessee, you know what I'm saying? Every motherfucking where. Like, I was all up and down the motherfucking East Coast going crazy. You know what I'm saying? Jer- shout out to Jersey. You know what I mean? So I was already tra- a traveling motherfucker. And then once I got the bike, I started traveling more. And I'm like, all right, well, fuck it. This is what the fuck I need to be doing because I love to drive. I love to ride. You know what I'm saying? Pause. And, I, you know, I like seeing the country and shit, right? So my mama used to say, the only way you're going to see some shit is to get out here and see some shit. And that is like bars. That's like poetic to me. So <clears throat> I was like, fuck it. I'm about to do this truck driving shit. So step one, I went to the Secretary of State and got the uh, CDL test book booklet, right? So you get this little book. It's probably like maybe 90 pages. I forget. I got it around here somewhere. <clears throat> so it's... Maybe 90 pages, right? So you got to read this motherfucker from cover to cover. You know what I'm saying? So you have to know everything that's in this motherfucking book to get your uh, CDL permit. Right? So I, I get the book. And typical nigga shit, I throw the motherfucker in the backseat and I don't look at it for, for like a month or two. Then the job really get to pissing me off. So I'm like, all right, bet. Let me let me let me stop playing and let me do this shit right. So I I crack the motherfucking book open, and I get to going. I get to studying this shit. You know what I mean. I get to doing what what the fuck I need to do, and uh, I once I felt comfortable, I I went in and took the test. You know what I'm saying. Scheduled a uh, secretary of state appointment, or to y'all people who outside of Michigan, it's the DMV. You know what I'm saying. Uh, y'all. T- to the DMV, so you schedule the appointment to take the test, right? And all I can give y'all the game for is Michigan, but I'm, you know, it's probably the same everywhere else. But we're talking about Michigan. So I go to the Secretary of State once I felt comfortable, and I'm like, all right, I want to take the test. So boom, get your appointment. The test takes probably about a half an hour, maybe. Uh, it's three sections to the test that you have to pass. It's the general knowledge test, air brakes, and combination vehicles, right? So 
those are the sections that you have to study. Or it's some other shit in the book about riding pastures and all that shit. You don't need to read that part. Uh, just those three parts. Those are the only parts you're going to test on, and that's all you need to get your permit. So <clears throat> general knowledge, just, just what it sounds like, general knowledge of the vehicles. Uh, air brakes, the air brake system, how it works, how it, what would happen if it was malfunctioning and shit like that. And then combination vehicles. So a semi-truck is a tractor, which is the the, vroom vroom, the drive part, and a trailer, which is the part that you're hauling. So it's the tr- a tractor trailer. You know what I'm saying? The tractor is the part that's doing the pulling. The trailer is what's being pulled. So that's two different vehicles. So that's why they call it combination vehicles, right? So you learn all of this shit when you're taking your permit test. So boom, I make the Secretary of State test. I pass the test, right? So... After you pass the test, you pay twenty. You gotta pay twenty five dollars to get your permit, right? And you need the permit to go to driving school to get into any driving institution. You have to already have the permit, right? So, boom! I pass the motherfucking test. I go to the counter. I'm waiting to pay my twenty five dollars, and they like, we can't give you your permit. I'm like, what the fuck you mean? I just passed this motherfucking test. They like, no, nah, but in Michigan, and I don't even know. And they like. We don't even know if it's like this anywhere else, and most likely it's probably not. But they was like in Michigan, there has to be at least three years since to the day since your last suspension, right? So I had a suspension. My license was suspended in 2019 for driving with no insurance or some shit like that, right? So I have to wait to that day three years later to get my CDL permit. You know what I'm saying? So let's just say my license would have been suspended in 2021. I couldn't. I still wouldn't be able to drive. I would have to wait two more years to even get the permit to even go to driving school. So that's a big hang up, and we need to fucking vote on this shit or whatever the fuck we need to do get to get that stupid shit out of here. But right now, this is a hindrance. This is a barrier in Michigan. There has to be to get your obtain your CDL permit. There has to be at least three years to the date since your last suspension. So pull your driving record, find out when your last suspension was. If you know you ain't had one in the last three years, then you good pass the test, pay the $25, get your permit. So now once your permit is in your hand, it's valid for a year, right? So take that permit, and then the next thing you should do is you get to the crib and you download. So uh, you download this app called Drivers Plus, right? It's a uh, This is the app that all the trucking companies use. All the trucking companies use this app, right? So once you get the driving Drivers Plus app, you just, you know, reach out to companies. You know what I'm saying? Hop online, you know, find out what schools have paid training. Uh, I'm, I'm about to tell you a couple of different options that you can do about the training and shit like that. But so this is what I did. I just I, I wanted to, I want motherfuckers to pay me while I'm in school. Right. So I, like I said, because I know I wanted to quit my job. So at the time, I'm still working. When I'm doing this right here, when I get this, the CDL permit in my hand, I'm still going to work. But once it's in my hand, so my shit was suspended. So I had to wait. So I passed the test, and then I had to wait until June something. I forget the date. I think it was like June 19th. So I got my permit June 20th. My last day of work was June 12th. So I'm like, all right, fuck y'all. I know I get my permit next week. I ain't tripping. Boom, I'm out of here. Boom. So I quit the job get the permit in my hand, I download the Drivers Plus app and I start applying for schools that's going to pay me to go to school, right? So I just look up paid CDL training. 
you know what I mean, Google that shit, you know what I'm saying, you reach out to a company, and once they know, once you, like, get on the Drivers Plus app and you sign in with those, with the, with them, now all the companies, all the trucking companies in the country can see you, you know what I'm saying, you create your little profile, put your information in, <clears throat> phone number, which state you got your CDL in, blah, 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 Michigan, blah, 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 no experience, this is the third. All the companies, the fucking, I ain't going to shout them out, but, you know, all the trucking companies, the trucks y'all see on the motherfucking road, you know what I'm saying? All the motherfuckers can see you once you download this Drivers Plus app. And that's what they're going to use to communicate with you, right? So, boom, you start applying, and they're going to start calling you. They're going to start trying to recruit you, you know what I'm saying? So, what I did was I let them pay for my DOT card. So, you need your permit. And you need a DOT card, right? So uh, the DOT card is basically you take a physical, you go to a place like Accentra, and you take a physical to see if you're physically fit to be on the road. Because what they don't want is for you to be fucking epileptic or for you to be, you know, some shit where you're just going to pass out on the fucking road and end up killing a bunch of motherfuckers on the highway. So you have to take a DOT physical, and they'll give you a card, a DOT card, and it'll be for three months, a, a three-month card, a six-month card, a one-year card, or a two-year card. The two years is, is as long as you can go. So which, whichever, so I have a two-year card, so that means I have to go back and see a doctor within, uh, after two years. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm good for two years. Then after that, I have to go back, see another doctor to get another card to make sure I'm still physically fit enough. So every... You know, whenever your shit run out, if you got a three months, you got to go every three months. If you got a six months, you got to go every six months. You got a year, you got to go every year. And all drivers on the road have to do this because you need, they need to know that you're going <clears> to <throat> be safe out here on the road. And nothing is physically wrong with you where you're going to fuck around and kill somebody else or yourself out here on this motherfucking highway, right? So you don't have to pay for your DOT card if you apply for a company. So you apply for one of these companies. We're just going to call it Company ABC. I apply for Company ABC, and they're going to be like, do you have your DOT card? And, I'm, and you tell them no, because you don't. And then they're going to send you out to a you know a, a, a place to get it, a Cocentra, some clinic to get the physical, and they're going to pay for it. You don't got to pay for that shit. Don't pay for that shit. Let them do it, right? Because they trying to recruit you. So, motherfucker, what are you offering, right? So I let them pay for my DOT card, you know what I'm saying? Got that. I got my two-year card, and I'm on Drivers Plus. Now, once you're on this motherfucking app, companies are going to try to recruit you. They're going to try to offer you all type of crazy-ass shit like, yes, come drive. You see the motherfucking CDL ads. Come drive for us. You can make 50000 or 70000 your first year, home daily, home weekly, over the road, paid this most mile, most cents per mile, blah 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 blah. They gonna try to throw the fucking the house at you in the kitchen sink, right? Them niggas is lying, right? So those numbers are real for drivers with experience. If you just got your permit, you don't have any fucking driving experience, right? So, and I'm gonna get into everything that that they have to pay for, so which is why you won't get that money. You're not gonna make ninety thousand your first year driving. It won't happen. You're you're not gonna make ninety thousand your second year driving, most likely. You'll probably make it your third. But the first year, you're not gonna make ninety. You're not gonna make it your second year. 
you you will probably make 90 your third year driving. And I'm going to tell you why, right? So <clears throat> these motherfucking companies is going to try to, you know, throw everything at you. They're going to offer you all type of shit. So what you have to do is you have to figure out what works best for you. So there's a couple of ways you can go about going to truck driving school. One, and this is back again for people in Michigan, right? You can go to Michigan Works. You go to Michigan Works, and the Detroit offices are out of funding for uh, for the year, so you have to wait to October till the fiscal year is over. So, and and then they'll probably have more funding come November. So right now, what I did, I went to the Southfield office because they still have funding for this. So you go to the Southfield Michigan Works, and you tell them that you want to uh, go to truck driving school. They have money in the budget to pay for you to go to truck driving school. You do not have to pay for this shit at all, right? So you go in there, and it's better if you have a school in mind already. That all right? I want to go to this school right here. It's local. It's right here, uh, and I need. I want y'all motherfuckers to pay for it. So you go in there, fill out a bunch of motherfucking paperwork uh, the first day. You're going to come back the next day. You're going to fill out some more paperwork. Then they're going to have you come in and uh, probably about two weeks later, you're going to come in and do some testing. Then in another two weeks, you're going to do some more testing, right? <clears throat> so it's literacy tests, math tests, reading tests, all this stupid ass shit, right? So it's, it, it takes about four weeks for them to pay out the money for you to go to truck driving school. Then you're going to be in truck driving school from anywhere from three to four weeks, depending on what school you go to. So that's one option. You can stay at home uh, and do your motherfucking truck driving shit that way locally in Michigan and have Michigan Works pay for it. If your job has tuition reimbursement, you can do it. I don't know how that's going to work with your work schedule, but maybe your job can figure it out. I don't know. <clears throat> shit like that. So that's one option. I didn't want to go that route because I didn't, you know, I was like, fuck that. I'm not waiting. I'm going to find a motherfucker that's going to pay for me to go to truck driving school, right? So a lot of these companies, they want a driver from the beginning. You know what I'm saying? They don't want you coming from no other company. They don't want fuck all that. They like, nigga, we about to pay these for these niggas to learn how to drive, and then we're going to give them a contract. We're going to uh, send them through truck driving school, then we're going to give them a contract for a year. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I chose. Pay me while I'm learning. So I chose a company uh, in Marionette, Wisconsin, and uh, – so it was seven and a half hours from Detroit, and they paid me, I think it was $600 a week while I was in school uh, to, to to learn, you know what I'm saying? I'm, so I'm out there practicing on the truck, and I'm going to get into that in a second. And then after you graduate, you get a bonus, and then once you're done with the trainer, you, uh, you get paid cents per mile, right? So there was another company trying to recruit me, and they was paying $1,000 a week while you're in school. It was another company trying to pay me $750 a week while while I, they was in, while you was in school. You know what I'm saying? So it's a lot of companies out of here. Just All you have to do is literally Google paid CDL training, and that shit will pop up. And again, like I say, once you download the Driver Plus app, D-R-I-V-E-R Plus, P-L-U-S, you download that app and put your information, all the driving companies will start trying to recruit you. So they're going to be hitting you up, calling you like, yeah, we'll pay for this. We'll pay for your hotel. We'll pay for your meals. It was some some companies, <clears throat> uh, they pay for, you, uh, pay for your, your transportation down there. They'll rent you a car or send you a Greyhound bus ticket. Pay for your stay because if it's, if it's not local, uh, they got school, a bunch of schools in Indiana. So they pay for your hotel while you're there. A bunch of schools in Wisconsin, schools in Iowa, schools all over the Midwest. 
And some schools pay for uh, your meals per day. It was one uh, school they offered you two meals a day and a thousand dollars a week and uh, shit like that. So, but I just chose. So I wasn't gonna choose the company that I went with, right? I was gonna go to Iowa to a, another company, and uh, so they had paid for my rental car, sent me the rental information that uh, I was supposed to pick the rental up Saturday at noon, and then leave out Sunday and class start Monday. But this company that I went with, they hit me up that same weekend. Like, hey, come fuck with us. Woo, woo. So I didn't know which one to choose. So I'm calling my mom. I'm calling my homeboys who drive trucks. He was like, well, call the, he like, talk to the recruiters and ask them <clears throat> what type of equipment they run and what you're going to be hauling and where. These are questions you need to know. So he, uh, so I called the company in Iowa. I'm like, yeah, so what type of equipment, where I'm going to be running and, you know, what type of freight? He was like, it's flatbed, you know what I'm saying? And we run through the Midwest, you know what I'm saying? Woo, woo, and we, it's tarps and shit like that. So basically, once they load your shit up, you got to get out there uh, and, you know, put tarps and straps on whatever the fuck they loaded on there to secure it. So I'm like, all right, bet. So I called the other company. They're like, it's drive-in, no-touch freight, you know, uh, dropping hook type shit. So basically, when I pull up to the motherfucking dock, Y'all load and unload this bitch, and, and I just pull off. I don't got to do shit. So my man was like, well, whatever the fuck company said that, do that. Fuck that tarp shit. Because once it's raining and once it's cold or in this winter, you ain't going to want to be out there in the elements trying to secure that tarp. And if that motherfucker, the tarp on this on some of this equipment weigh over 100 pounds. So if this motherfucker ain't secured properly and it flies off on the freeway, you can kill a whole bunch of motherfuckers. Or... If you don't secure it properly and the wind catches this tarp, then now it's like a big-ass parachute and it'll just carry your motherfucking truck off the road. So he was telling me this shit. I'm like, oh, fuck, no, I'm not dealing with that. I'm going to Wisconsin. So <clears throat> I chose the school in Wisconsin for that reason. But, again, these are the options. So you got the uh, the Michigan Works way, tuition reimbursement through your gig and all of that shit, or you can pick a school and they'll actually pay for you to go to school. So I drive the seven and a half hours to Marionette, Wisconsin. Uh, I get there Sunday. I check into the hotel, and, you know, it's like a it's a hotel. It's just a regular raggedy-ass hotel. You know, I mean, it wasn't raggedy. It was just a regular-ass hotel in a small-ass town. The population is 11,000, right? So it's like no one fucking here. This shit was wild. I'm like, I'm like, damn, this shit crazy. You know what I'm saying? This little this little ass town and shit that they got us in, but whatever. I'm here for a job and you know, it is what it is, right? So boom, the class is three weeks, right? So the class is three weeks and uh the first day we get there Monday, the first day is all slides. So it's me, it's it's five of us to start. So it was me, another black guy, uh two Hispanic dudes. And this uh, Italian girl. Excuse me. So we get there, and the first day is all slides. So we doing the information, filling out paperwork and all of that shit, right? And we watching the slides. So when you the, the paperwork you fill out. So once you decide on a company and you go with this company, most of the time they're going to make you sign a year contract. So basically we paying for you to go to school, paying for your hotel, paying, paying you. Paying for food, you know what I'm saying, all of that shit. Paying for your motherfucking instructors and all of that shit. So you got to work for us for a year, you know what I'm saying, to recoup some of this money. So, of course, you get paid while you're working, but 
uh, you got to sign a year contract, which ain't horrible. But, you know, some people don't like it. So motherfuckers don't want to fuck with the contract, so they go to Michigan Works. But either way, like I said, you just got to do what works best for you. I was like, fuck it, I'm going to sign a contract, let's do it. Because the pay is good. They pay me while I'm learning, and then the pay is really good after you graduate. You know, it's not 90000 but it's close enough. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, fuck it, let's get it. You know what I'm saying? It was zero downside to me. But if you don't fulfill the year obligation, then you got to pay them back for school. I think it's like $12,000 that you owe. And, you know, it is what it is. But anyway, so we fill out all the paperwork saying that shit. And we're in the class. We're looking at slides and, you know, doing the little get-to-know-you shit, right? So the first day is all slides. We get back to the hotel. And school is Monday through Friday, 7.30 to 4.30. Weekends, you don't do shit. You know what I'm saying? You don't do nothing. You can go home or you chill in the hotel. You do whatever. And after 4.30, you don't got shit else to do. You know what I'm saying? Go back to the apartment, take a shower, eat, all that little good shit, right? So the second day, we're straight to the motherfucking range, right? Second day, we straight to the motherfucking uh, jumping in the truck. So the first thing we learn, this is an accelerated class, right? So... The first thing we learn is the uh, pre-trip, right? Pre-trip inspection. So you have to learn how to pre-trip a vehicle. You know what I mean? And like I say, it's an accelerated course. So everything moves really, really fast. So the pre-trip inspection is basically this. You look at the vehicle from bumper to bumper, right? Everything in between. So they break the vehicle down into like 12 sections, and you have to know the parts in that section, right? So so let's say I'm looking at the front of the vehicle. I walk up to the to the truck, and I'm looking at the front of the vehicle. What I'm looking at is I'm looking at the, the clearance lights at the top of the vehicle. I'm looking at the windshield. I'm looking at the hood and bumper. I'm looking at the lights, and I'm looking at the license plate. Those are the things that I'm looking at at the front of the vehicle. Then I look at the at the bottom of the vehicle to see if there's anything leaking. Do I see any leaks, right? So I will look at the clearance lights, and I will say verbatim, the clearance lights are properly mounted, not damaged, not bent, cracked, or broken, amber in color, reflective, and working properly. That's what you have to say in the inspection. The windshield is properly mounted and not damaged, no cracks larger than the dime, no obstructions. Uh... That's it. The the hood and bumper, properly mounted, not damaged, not bent, cracked, or broken, functioning properly. The headlights, properly mounted, not damaged, clear in color, reflective, and functioning properly, right? License plate, blah, 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 blah. So everything is properly mounted, not damaged, and if it can leak, not leaking, right? So this air hose, properly mounted, not damaged, not no cuts, cracks, or abrasions, not leaking, functioning properly. You have to say all of that shit. For every part of the vehicle, like I say, it's 12 different sections of the vehicle. So you do the front of the trailer, you do the passenger side engine, driver side engine, where the oil, the air coolant, the fans, the belts, all of that shit, water pump, drag link, all of that shit. You do the side of the tractor, which is the door, the mirrors, the lights, the side of the trailer, the coupling components under the axles. You do everything from front to back. So we have to learn all of these parts of the vehicle. You have to learn that shit, and you have to be able to say, look at it, inspect it, and to say if it's properly mounted and not damaged. Because if there is damage, you have to be able to recognize that damage. Because you, the pre-trip is probably the most important part of driving. 
and you're not even driving when you're doing it. You know what I'm saying? So every morning you have to inspect your vehicle to make sure that it's safe to take out on the road. Because once you're a class A driver, and this is this is why they pay drivers so much. Once you're a class A driver, you're saying, not only am I responsible for my life, but I'm responsible for the lives of everybody on the road around me. That's that's really heavy if you think about it, right? So I'm not going to do anything to put y'all in harm's way, which would include driving a fucked up vehicle that could malfunction at any moment and not only kill me, but kill dozens of other people on the freeway. That's why, if y'all was paying attention, that guy in Colorado who uh, got into that accident and killed uh, like 10 people, and at first they had sentenced him to like 100 years, then they came back and resentenced him and he got sentenced to like 10 years. Well... The reason, and his brakes failed in his truck. It wasn't operator error. It was the brakes had failed in his truck. Well, the reason he got sentenced is because the pre-trip inspection. The most important part of driving. You should have checked those brakes before you pulled off. There's a test that we do on our, there's three brakes on a, on a, on a tractor trailer. There's parking brakes trailer brakes and a service brake we have to test all three of those brakes before we pull off and you do that in the pre-trip inspection which is what i'm explaining to you now where you inspect the parts of the vehicle for damage make sure they're properly mounted not damaged and functioning properly so what is it what does it look like and what is it supposed to do is it doing what it's supposed to do and if it is then okay i'm cool to drive if it's not i have to get that fixed before i can drive this vehicle so we spend every day of school learning to perfect the pre-trip inspection because we have to do a perfect inspection to pass the CDL test. You have to understand, when you go to truck driving school, they're not teaching you to drive a truck. They're not. They're teaching you how to pass the CDL test. You drive the truck. You learn how to drive the truck when you go out and train it. In school, they teach you how to pass the CDL test. They don't give a fuck if you know how to drive or not. I'm going to just be real with y'all. I'm going to give y'all the voila. I'm going to give y'all the real. They want. They teach you the test. This is what's on the test. This is what the fuck we about to teach you. So you're going to know how to do this perfectly, right? So for every day of the three weeks, we're practicing a pre-trip inspection. So before class starts, so I like I say, class started at 730. We would get it there about 7, and we would spend a half an hour pre-tripping. And then once class started, we do the class shit, you know what I'm saying? But And so we would do the pre-trips physically before class, and then we had a booklet with the entire pre-trip that we had to memorize, right? So that's the first part. So you learn the, uh, this is day two of class. You learn the pre-trip inspection. And then after you learn that, you in the motherfucking semi-truck. They throw your ass in there, whether you ever driven one or not, they throw your ass in there and you go into what they call straight line backing. So you have to back this big ass, what, 76 foot trailer. Back, you have to bag it up in a straight line. So first you drive it forward and then they set these cones out and you have to bag up without running over the cones. Bag up in a straight line, straight line backing. And there was, out of the five, there was only one person who had ever driven a semi before. You know what I'm saying? This guy from Kentucky. He's the only one who had experience. The rest of us didn't even know how to start the motherfucker. So you got to teach us everything. You know what I'm saying? 
So we jump in. It's five of us. We taking turns, bagging it up in a straight line. And at first, we about to do this for 10 hours. So at first, we're fucking horrible, you know, per per usual. Like, you know, as you would, as one would assume. We suck at this shit. But then you do it three or four times, five or six times, seven or eight times. Then it's like, damn, nine and ten. Like, damn, I'm, I'm all right at this shit. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, shit, like, wow. I'm 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 really doing this shit. And and you surprise yourself at how quickly you catch on, right? So that's all the first day consistent. Well, the second day. That's all that consists of. So then you come back the third day and you do your pre-trip again. Because like I said, you do you do the pre-trip the entire time you're there. That's all you do every day. So then you you go into you practicing your uh straight line backing again. So you do that, we do that again up until about lunchtime. So about 12 o'clock, then we go to lunch. Once we come back at 1, they threw something else at us called offset backing, right? So offset backing is you start off in the right lane, and then you bag up into a spot that's in the left lane, offset, right? So you start off up here to the right, and when you end, you're going to be to the left in a straight line. So there's a particular maneuver you have to do to make this work because it's only two car lengths. You know what I'm saying? You ain't got a whole fucking football field to do this. You got two two car spots, right? So if you ever go to a parking lot, you see two lanes next to each other, that's the amount of space you have to do this maneuver in, right? So it's called uh, offset backing. So we learn offset. And you do your offset maneuvers and then – Right before you finish, you end up in a straight line. So it's a straight line back. So you do your offset maneuvers, and it ends up in a straight line with a straight line back. So everything you learn compounds on the next thing, right? So you once you master this, then that's going to make this next thing you're going to do that much easier, right? So the But this is the ill shit about the third day. On the third day, after we learn offset backing, they take us in the truck. And we drive on the fucking streets of the city. I couldn't believe it. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, this is really fucking soon. This is progressing really fucking fast. So it was two instructors. So two of us went with one guy, and the other three went with the other guy in the other truck. And everybody drove for about 10 or 15 minutes. You know, we pulled out the lot, made a left, drove up that street, made a right, made a left, made a right. And, and we just drove. And what they're looking at is, you know, throttle control, how hard are you braking, how aware are you of the car, of the other vehicles around you on the road, stopping at stop signs, speed control, this this, this is a 25-mile-hour speed limit. All right, it went up to 35. All right, it went down to 25. All right, you know, you, can, you know what I'm saying? So they want to just see where you're at with that. But this is the third day. So I'm like, shit, they wasn't playing when they said accelerate it, right? So... Boom, that's the third day. So, boom, after that, we leave, and we excited. We getting back to the hotel. We're like, man, this shit crazy. Woo-woo-woo. So, but I'm looking on YouTube at night. I'm like, man, listen, how you do this? How you do that? Woo-woo. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, did this shit, right? So, when we come back, we start off with day four. Boom, you start off pre-trip inspection every day. Start that off from, from bumper to bumper. Inspect the motherfucking vehicle. Make sure it's, you know, safe to drive. So, boom, you do that. Then we do our straight line backing. We do our offset backing. 
Then this time when we go out on drives, we go out on drives before lunch. We went out on drives at 10 o'clock. So from 7.30 to 10, we did our, all that shit. 10 o'clock, we went out on drives. This time, we drove for 30 minutes apiece. Every every driver drove for 30 minutes apiece. And this is also when one of the guys quit. He was like, fuck this. This is advancing too quick for me. I need a slower-paced class. And that motherfucker walked out that bitch and went home. You know what I'm saying? So uh, we out there driving. And now these motherfuckers is like, all right, we... You know, we was on roads. We just rode around the block basically a couple times, you know, 25 mile hour, 30 mile an hour. Then we get on the fucking highway. Day four, I'm driving a semi on the highway. 55 mile an hour speed limit. And we take take this one route and it's 65 miles an hour. I'm on a motherfucking highway in Wisconsin. I couldn't believe it. They were saying the only rule. You know, the instructors, they, I mean, they was saying it jokingly, but they meant that shit. They was like, the only fucking rule we have when we go out on these drives is to bring us back alive. And so that was the goal. Like, motherfucker, we ain't expecting y'all to be perfect. We know y'all haven't driven. And the people in this town, like I said, the town is only 11,000 people. And we are in these big-ass yellow fucking freight liners. They know that the motherfuckers in these trucks don't know how to drive for real. I don't understand how they was able to, to let us do that. Like, you let all of these amateurs drive these motherfucking big-ass trucks around this fucking city with all these innocent-ass people that didn't sign up for this. But they did. Marionette, Wisconsin, population 11,000. And we was driving semis through their motherfucking streets, right? So, you know, like I say, day four, we on the motherfucking freeway. And I'm on that motherfucker, and I'm, I'm like, yo, this shit is wild. But it's crazy, right? And, you know, this this might sound crazy, but you forget how big the vehicle is when you're driving it, which is dangerous, right? So I'm driving, and I'm just like, fuck it, all right, I'm just staying in my lane. I'm forgetting that this motherfucker is 60 feet behind me. I'm, I'm in control of what's 60 feet behind me, right? That takes a minute to register. Then you register and like, all right, cool. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not getting over in front of nobody. I'm not cutting nobody off. I'm not doing no shit like that. But it's just when you get to drive in a truck, Trucks are really easy to drive. They're really well made and they're really easy to drive and you get fucking comfortable. You know? So I'm driving this big huge ass thing and it don't feel like I'm driving something this big. You know what I'm saying? So the the drives as we go out that they get longer and longer. That's basically what I'm saying. So you go from driving 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, now you're driving 40 minutes. You're driving an hour. Then we come back to the range and we practice our backing up skills because that's what a lot of truck driving is it's backing into places i have to back up to this dock i have to back up to pick this load up you know what i'm saying to drop this load off so it's a lot of backing up so you we practice those maneuvers for hours and hours a day literally like you have well over 100 hours of backing of just backing before you take your test well over 100 you know what i'm saying maybe like 140 hours of just backing the motherfucking truck up because that's how long it takes to perfect that craft and to and you still won't perfect it. That's the wrong word. But, to, you know, to begin to master it, right? So, uh, and to get muscle memory and to realize that every backing up situation is going to be different. To learn how the vehicle reacts, how the tractor reacts when I turn the wheel slightly this way. How the tractor reacts when I turn the wheel slightly that way. How long or how fast this tractor is going to respond to me turning this wheel way up here. Because you got to understand what's behind me that I'm trying to maneuver is 60 feet behind me. So it's going to take time or it might not take much time at all, depending on the truck. You know what I'm saying? 
for it to react, for it to respond, for it to do, you know, the left to right maneuver that you would like it to do. So you learn that, you know what I'm saying? And so we're there and we're in this little town and we're doing it, right? We're learning. But by week two, I started getting pissed off, right? I was like, man, listen, fuck this little town. Fuck these motherfucking people. Like, I don't want to fucking be here no more. So I'm getting a little frustrated, right? <clears throat> so, but I knew I didn't leave my family. I didn't leave my crib. I didn't leave. I didn't quit my job to come up here and not pass this motherfucking test. So I'm like, I'm about to get everything I need to get from these motherfuckers so I can pass this motherfucking test and, you know, get my motherfucking driving career started, right? So whatever the fuck I got to do, I got to suffer through it. It is what it is, right? But being in a small town away from home is a lot. It's taxing mentally. It's taxing physically. You know, it it's a lot to deal with, and it's not for everybody. You know what I'm saying? And driving trucks is not for everybody. You know what I mean? So it's like you get in those vehicles. Like I say, it wasn't no shame in dude for quitting. You know what I'm saying? Like, fuck it. You know what I'm saying? Like, this shit ain't. This shit ain't for everybody. Maybe you need a slower moving class. You know what I'm saying? So, but like I say, they're not teaching you to drive the truck. They're teaching you how to pass the test. So everything that we're doing is in preparation for this motherfucking test, right? And uh, the test consists of three parts, right? It's the pre-trip inspection. So you have to pull a car and... Whatever was on that car, that's what part of the vehicle you have to inspect, right? So you have to inspect that part, of, uh, name the name those uh, all the all the, the components in that area uh, of the truck. So let's say you get side of the tractor, right? So you have to name all the components on the side of the tractor, what they do, are they properly mounted, not damaged, not leaking, functioning properly, shit like that, right? So you don't have to do, you don't have to get 100%. The ratio is 80, right? So you have to get at least 80% correct in that part so so it's the pre-trip inspection but that the pre-trip also consists of a pass fail part so it ain't no 80 percent. you have to do this 100 percent correctly or you fail and that's the lab test the leaks alarms and buttons test and that's the brake test that i was telling you about where you test the service brake the parking brake and the trailer brakes so you have to you have you're supposed to do this every day when you start your truck test these three braking systems to make sure you can stop this big motherfucker you know what I'm saying? This motherfucking truck is max weight, 80,000 pounds. You need to be stopping is important. With 80,000 pounds, it's important that you can stop this. So you, we, you test it, and there's this particular way you have to test it. In the lab test, leaks, alarms, and buttons, right? So you're testing to make sure any there are no leaks in my braking system because they're air brakes. So there can't be any leaks. The air cannot be leaking because if the air is leaking, then I'm not getting the pressure I need to stop this big motherfucker. So one, I'm testing for leaks. Alarms. I'm testing to make sure that if I if it is leaking, will my alarms go off when they're supposed to? So I'm, you have to test your alarms to make sure that they're functioning properly. Then there are buttons. So I have a tractor but a uh, tractor brake button and a trailer brake button. I have to make sure those are working properly because they'll engage at a certain point, and if they don't engage, then I know there's something wrong with the system and I shouldn't drive this vehicle. So I have to make sure that all my brakes are intact. So that's the part of the pre-trip, right? So you test, you know, you have a vehicle inspection, do you have a brake inspection? Boom, that's part one. 
And each part of the test you have to pass to get to the next. So I have to I have to do my pre-trip, I have to get 80% on my inspection, 100% on my brakes. Then if I do that, I can move to the uh the next por- uh, portion of the test. There's three parts. So that's one. Then it's backing. So I ain't even tell you about the 90, right? So it's a 90 degree backing. So after the straight line backing and the offset backing, then you learn 90 degree backing. And that's basically exactly what it sounds like. You start uh you start at a 90 degree angle from the parking spot that you're trying to go in. You know what I'm saying? So your vehicle is pay, is facing this way. You have to back up into a spot that's 90 degrees away, right? So it's bagging up and turning, basically, right? So, but it's a particular way you do that. And if you know how to do the offset maneuver correctly, then you should be able to do the 90 without a problem. The 90 is really actually easier than the offset to me, but maybe that's just to me, right? So uh, the 90 degree backing or alley docking, so, you know, shit like that. So you have to do that. So after you pass the pre-trip, the next part of the uh, CDL exam is the backing. So you have to do a straight line back. You have to do an offset back. You have to do a 90-degree back, right? And they do that on a point system. So out of all of those three backing maneuvers, you can't accumulate more than 12 points. You get a point by basically encroaching over a cone. So there's cones set up, and you have to back up b- between the cones. And when you're done, you beep the horn, right? But if you ride over a cone, if you go through a cone, then you get a point. You know, if you pull up, so you get two pull-ups, two free pull-ups. After that, with, and the pull-up means driving forward. So these are bagging maneuvers. So if I drive forward, I can only do that twice before it starts to count against me. The third pull-up counts against me as another point. So you accumulate points by running over cones or driving forward too many times to complete the maneuver. But each maneuver, you get two free pull-ups. So I can pull up twice, and then they start counting, right? So you can't accumulate any more than 12 points during the whole process. Your 13th point is you fail, right? So I ain't going to lie. I breezed through the motherfucking backing maneuvers. I didn't get any points on all three. None. Zero points. I, I, I did all three with zero points, you know what I'm saying? Because that shit ain't hard at all, right? To me. So I, I knocked those motherfuckers out. And the reason I was able to knock them out, right, So, um, how they do the testing. So, two of us tested on Thursday, and then the other two tested on Friday. So, you do 12 days of class. I had five days, five days. Then I had two days. Then I tested. Well, I had three days, and then I tested, right? So, because I tested Thursday. So, he was like, the instructor was like, the two best people in the class are going to test Thursday which would give the other two people an additional day of practice before they had to do the test, right? So the two best in the class was me and this guy named Francisco. So Francisco tested at 8 o'clock. I tested at 10. So, boom, you know, we know Thursday we testing. But the day before that, Wednesday, we go to the testing site. Mind you, we've been practicing uh, on the range at the school this whole time, this whole two weeks. But the day before the test, that Wednesday, they take us to the actual place where we're going to take the exam at. This this movie theater parking lot. And they set the cones up in the exact way that the instructor is going to set the cones up the next day for the test. So we're testing on the test. This is exactly what you're going to have to do tomorrow. So if you can do it here today, then you know you're going to be good tomorrow. So, boom, we do everybody test. All four of us are there. 
and we run through the whole testing shit, right? Boom, we do all the maneuvers. And I ain't going to lie, I'm immediately trying to figure out cheat codes. So there was a door. There was three doors on this fucking uh, movie theater, at the back of this movie theater, right? So I'm like, all right, when I go into my 90-degree maneuver, where, where am I looking at on this building? And then, so I did my 90, boom, and I was looked over at the building. What was I looking at when I started my maneuver? And boom, so I did it, and I got in there, and I was like, all right, I was looking at the door. So I was like, I told Francisco, hey, go to the door, do your maneuver, and then try to back in. He was like, that shit went straight in. I'm like, yeah. So tomorrow, motherfucker, you know, when you get to the door, start your fucking maneuver, and you're going get to get straight in the motherfucking box, right? So boom, we did that. Then once we got it in the box, it was a tar strip in the parking lot. So I know if I look out my driver's side window and I'm looking at the tar strip, I'm where I'm supposed to be. So once I do my maneuver and I get it into the box, I have to end right next to this tar strip. And if I do that, then the truck is perfectly centered in the box. And that's when you beep your horn and let, them know, let the instructor know you finished. So we do that the whole day before. We got the sauce. We got the cheat code, right? So, boom, Francisco go take his test. I go take my test. And so it's, it's that part, the three, uh, the pre-trip inspection, the three backing maneuvers, and then you take a road test. So the road test is probably about a half an hour. You, uh, you go do your shit. So anyway, fuck it. I, you know, Francisco take his test. I pull up to the lot. He done passed. He happy as hell. He like, you got this shit. And he telling me, he like, listen. On your road test, because he know I got rid of everything else. We the, we the best. So he like, on your road test, pay attention to the street signs. You know what I'm saying? Pay attention to the street signs. He going to try to trick you. So I'm like, all right, bet. So I go in. I knock out my pre-trip inspection. I end up pulling the whole truck. Most people pull one section of the truck. I pulled the whole fucking truck. So I had to pre-trip the entire truck. Over 170 parts I had to inspect. But I did it because I know the shit. I studied it every day. Boom. I knocked the pre-trip out. I knocked the lab out. I get zero points on my uh, on my three backing maneuvers. Now it's on to the road test. So the road test is basically a 30-minute drive, 16 miles. You know what I'm saying? You drive 16 miles, you know, fucking eight miles away from the movie theater and eight miles back. So it's basically you ride in a big-ass circle, but it's, you know, it's, it's about, it takes about 30 minutes. You know what I'm saying? And you're going to be on every type of road which is what he's trying to see if you can navigate each type of road. You can uh, navigate tight turns. You can navigate high traffic. You can navigate uh, railroad crossings, uh, entering a freeway, merging lanes, getting over, you know, getting back over, exiting the freeway, riding through small towns. So you we, we rolled through for about 30 minutes, you know what I'm saying? And he asked me, all right, what did that sign say that we just passed? Oh, that's a railroad cross. Or how, how, how was that bridge we just passed? We just rode under. Oh, it's 14 feet, 2 inches. Because the height of your truck is 13 feet, 6 inches, right? So if, if a bridge, if you ride under a bridge and it's not marked, then you know it's higher than 13, right? You 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 know for, for, for a fact. If it's not marked at all, you good. But sometimes it'll be marked because some vehicles are uh, higher than 13 the average semi is 13 feet six inches but sometimes you have those uh you'll see those signs on the trucks that say oversized load so they're higher sometimes a lot of the times so that's why the, the clearance is marked on those bridges let them know because 
when you're driving in the real world and not in the driving school, you have to do a pre-trip to make sure that the truck can fit through all these roads because there are some places that have low overhead overpasses, right? And you will you can watch videos of trucks bashing into them bitches all day long, right? So I do the motherfucking shit impeccably. I ain't gonna lie, I did the shit out cold, and I passed, right? So I passed and. I'm done by, uh, so I started testing at 10. I wasn't done until, no, nah, matter of fact, I didn't start testing at 10 because uh, they was late. So I didn't start testing to maybe like 11. But because I had to do the entire vehicle for the pre-trip, that took long. My back and maneuvers took long. I didn't get done until about 4 o'clock. You know what I'm saying? And I came back. They took my picture. Told me I passed. He was like, "Listen, yo, he like we don't have anything physically to give you. It's all electronic. I'm about to go into the system and let them know that you passed. So just go to the DMV uh, or Secretary of State. So I was like, I said this was Thursday. He was like, go to the DMV as soon as possible. Pay a little money, get your new license, right? I'm like, all right, bet it's Thursday. I'm like, I'm trying to get a motherfucking appointment for Friday. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm getting the fuck out of this town tonight. I've been I've been here three weeks." I'm getting the fuck out of this town tonight. So I get the fuck, I pass the test. I get the fuck back in, the, I get back to the hotel. I pack my shit. The other two people who test the next day, uh, they like, how was it? So I'm going over some shit with them, telling them everything that's on the motherfucking test and shit. And I'm I'm steady throwing shit in the car. I'm about to get the fuck on. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I fly, I jump in the car, I fly back to the city. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm gone. I'm, I made it back to the crib. Next morning, 10.30, went to the Secretary of State on Joy Road and Beach, paid my money, you know what I'm saying, got my motherfucking paper copy of my motherfucking, uh, my, my license and shit, and, you know, that was that, you know what I'm saying, but before I left, before I left, one of the instructors told me and Francisco, he was like, listen, your license is your career, you know what I'm saying, from from this day on, your license is your career. Your license is your ability to earn. So what you have to understand is as a class A driver, I'm a different type of driver. I've told, you know, the DOT, the police, the world that I'm more responsible than a person with an operator's license because most licenses are class O, operator. I'm class A. So speeding is worse for me than it is for you. You know what I'm saying? Double parking, anything driving related, an accident is horrible for me. A DUI is de- is is death to a Class A driver. You know what I'm saying? So it's like everything. So every time I get pulled over from now on, the first thing they're gonna see is, oh, this nigga's a Class A driver. So you're way more knowledgeable than your average driver. So we're gonna be harsher on you than we are the average driver. Because my license is my career. Driving is now my career. So I have to be more responsible. And not only am I responsible for myself, I'm responsible for the people around me. When I'm in this truck, I have the the ability, the capability of not only killing myself, but dozens of other people on this road if I'm not on my game. If I'm not doing the things that I know I'm supposed to do. If I'm not paying attention to signs, paying attention to overpasses on bridge, watching my speed limit. Merging traffic correctly, navigating railroads crossings uh, correctly. So if I'm not doing this, then I'm not doing the things that I was taught to do. And the penalties are much more harsher 
for class eight drivers. So my man was just telling us, like, listen, yeah, I know you're excited. You're about to go home in your car, but you're a class eight driver now. Your license is your career. Take care of it. Your license is your ability to earn a living. Keeping your license in good standing and keeping a clean driving record is your ability to earn a living. And again, which is why they ain't going to pay you $90,000 your first year, but I'm going to get into that. I ain't forgot. So, boom, I fly back to the crib. I get my motherfucker, uh, get to the Secretary of State. Ooh, ooh. Uh, then, so they call me. So this was Friday. I'm at the Secretary of State. So they call me over the weekend, and they're like, all right, we found you a trainer out of Michigan. We gonna get you. Uh, we gonna get you a motherfucking trainer. We gonna get you in the truck. Uh, you jo- you go out on Monday. Bet. So they, uh, me and my trainer, they send my trainer my number. Send me my trainer's number. My blood called me like, hey, this is the type of shit you gonna need. You know, said so we gonna be gone for five days. We'll be back Friday. Woo woo. This is the type of shit you gonna need. Bring this. Bring that. Bring this. Bring that. Bring this. I'm like, bet. I already got the shit packed. I've I been packed. You know what I'm saying? I started packing as soon as I came to the crib. I didn't know. I got food. I got clothes. I got bed. And I got all that shit. You feel me? So, uh, so we meet at this drop yard. So it's little yards and shit where they park trucks and all of that type shit. So we meet at this drop yard Monday morning, and we jump in the motherfucking truck, and I'm putting all my shit in there, and I'm like, all right, bet, let's get it. You know what I'm saying? I'm doing all the driving. This nigga don't do shit. He he does nothing but observe, right? So the first load, we have to go from where we at at the drop yard. I ain't telling y'all where the drop yard at. So we go from our drop yard to Kalamazoo to pick up this other trailer. So we drive to Kazoo. Uh, the fucking fucking uh, trailer in Kazoo got to go to Green Bay. So we drive. This is my first fucking load ever, and this bitch going to Wisconsin, right? I'm like, God damn. You know what I'm saying? I'm bad for real. This was crazy, right? So boom, we driving. I'm driving. You know what I'm saying? Boom, hit Indiana, hit Illinois, hit Wisconsin. Whew, get the, get the motherfucking Green Bay. Boom. We get to Green Bay, drop the load, pick up another trailer. Boom. This one going to uh, Rock Island, Illinois. So, but the thing is, right, you can only drive for 11 hours a day, right? You only, that's the, that, that's the law. After you've driven 11 hours, you have to take a, t- a mandatory 10-hour break. But in the course of that 11 hours, you have to take a mandatory 30-minute break. So you can't drive 11 hours straight. You can drive five, take a 30-minute break, drive another six. But you have to take a 30-minute break in your 11 hours. And after 11 hours of driving, you have to stop driving for 10 hours. You have to go off duty for 10 hours, right? So at least, right? So this is a way to protect Everybody else on the road, because back in the days, and this is just a little history of trucking, and I know y'all heard this shit before, but motherfuckers would just, you know, I'm about to drive from New York to Cali because this load paying all this money, and they got to be here when they got to be here, woo woo Well, these motherfuckers would just never go to sleep and just take cocaine, you know what I'm saying, to just stay woke. But you're not, you're up, but you're not woke. You know what I'm saying? You're high, nigga. You're not thinking clearly. You know what I'm saying? Your body is tired. It's shutting down. The cocaine is what's keeping you up. So these motherfuckers was crashing, killing people, killing themselves, trying to stay up and just keep driving and keep driving. Motherfuckers would drive for 36 hours straight. 
40 hours straight. This nigga ain't slept in three days type shit. And he, but he, he rich as hell. He getting all this money. So they so you know the government had to come in and regulate that shit like no nah, motherfucker because you it's it's all right if you killing your stupid ass self but you ain't about to kill everybody else on the road motherfuckers going to work and motherfuckers going to school and going to the store you ain't about to kill us because you stupid and don't want to take a motherfucking break so the government stepped in and regulated the industry so now we have these ELDs electronic log devices right so it's a tablet in every truck and it it knows when the fuck the truck is moving. It knows who the fuck is driving. It knows how long you've been driving because you have to log in. Boom. And even if you don't log in, it knows the truck moving. So if you get pulled over and you're not logged in, well, they know, all right, well, motherfucker, y'all, not only are you out of service and you can't drive, now you might go to jail. You know what I'm saying? Because ain't no telling how long you've been, lo- you've been driving without, the, without being logged in. So uh, ELDs there in every motherfucking truck. So you log in, and as soon as you log in for the morning, your clock starts. You're not driving as soon as you log in, but that motherfucking clock starts as soon as you uh, dri- uh, log in. You're on duty. And when the truck starts moving and it goes over five miles an hour, now it calculates driving. So you're doing your pre-trip inspection. You're getting gas. You're doing whatever. Oh, nigga, your 14-hour clock has started. After 14 hours, you have to go off duty. 14 hours being on duty, you have to be off duty. 11 hours after driving, you have to stop driving. You know what I'm saying? So... We doing all of that shit. So when I get to, by the time I get to the load out of Green Bay, I, it's time to stop. I ain't got no more drive time. I only got like an hour left. You know what I'm saying? And we not about to make it from Green Bay to Rock, uh, Rock, Rock Island, Illinois. Not an hour. So boom, it's time to stop for the night. So we find a truck stop. This is my first time ever in my motherfucking life at a motherfucking truck stop. Boom, we pull up to the motherfucking truck stop. I bag that bitch in. Woo. And we down for the night. You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers go in there, go to the bathroom, shower, eat your motherfucking food. You know what I'm saying? And shit, shit, it's time to chill. But it's like 8 o'clock. You know what I'm saying? It's like 8 p.m. So motherfuckers just chilling, watching TV, doing whatever, whatever. Dog trying to talk me to death. I don't really fuck with dog, but, you know, it's whatever. Uh, And, you know, I'm getting that trucker experience. I'm sleeping at a motherfucking truck stop. It's goddamn 50 trucks in this motherfucking lot and... You know, motherfuckers take their shower and shit, you know what I'm saying? Go to sleep, wake up, do the shit again. You know what I'm saying? We wake up in the morning, boom, alarm go off. I run in the bathroom, brush my teeth, you know, wash up and shit. Boom, we log in, take off. Now we headed from wherever the fuck we was at in Wisconsin to Rock Island, Illinois, right? And we in this motherfucking trailer. So what I learned <clears throat> is loaded trailers, fully loaded trailers, are easier to drive than empty trailers, but they're harder to stop, right? So when you're driving and you have an empty trailer on the truck, like, you know, it's empty for whatever reason. They just took the shit out or you just picked up an empty to take to this drop yard. The trailer wants to move around. It wants to dance because there's no weight holding it still. So this motherfucker is just light, you know, it just wants to bounce around. But when that motherfucker fully loaded, that motherfucker will stay wherever the fuck you put it. So if that if you got that bitch in the center of the lane, that motherfucker gonna stay in the center of the lane. It don't want to move. But when it comes to stopping, you got forty thousand pounds in the box in the trailer. It's hard to stop forty thousand pounds because combined weight, you're at about seventy eight thousand now. You know what I'm saying with the tractor and the trailer. You feel me? You had about 78,000. 
that it that that takes a couple football fields to stop at sixty miles an hour. You take you talking about at least two and a half football fields, you know, well over a thousand feet, right? To stop this motherfucker at sixty miles an hour. So fully loaded trailers are easier to drive, but much harder to stop, right? And another thing that I learned, just like riding a motorcycle, this is the same shit happened to me when I was riding a motorcycle, right? But when people see you in a truck. They never assume you're a new driver. When people see you in a semi, they assume you know what the fuck you're doing. It was people on the road. This was my first day. I just got my CDL. I literally just left school. This is my first day on the open road, you know, out driving, driving for real. And motherfuckers is cutting me off, getting in my uh, my following distance, is, you know what I'm saying, brake checking me, all of this shit. Like I'm an experienced driver. But they do that shit when you're on a motorcycle. So when they see you on a motorcycle, they assume, oh, this nigga on a motorcycle on the freeway, he know how to ride. No, this might be my first week. I'm not a seasoned rider yet. Just because you see me on a bike, don't assume you know my expertise level. I might be a novice, motherfucker. I, this might be my third day on this bitch. How do you know? Don't play with your life like that. You know what I'm saying? So when you see a truck and he's allowing... 70 feet or 100 feet between the front of his vehicle and the back of the vehicle in front of him, don't assume that that is a good space for you to get over in. We call that space the kill zone because that's my stopping distance. Anything in between me and the car in front of me, I can kill it if it gets if I have to stop. I can't stop this motherfucker in time to get to you. That's why I got some. I got a hundred feet because it's gonna take me a hundred feet to stop. If I got a hundred and fifty feet, that's because at this speed it's gonna take me a hundred and fifty feet to spot to stop. You can't get in between and cut me off halfway in between, and now I got seventy feet. No, math don't work like that. This bitch still stopping in a hundred and fifty feet, whether you there or not. So you will die. Don't play with your life like that. It's not worth it. That truck gives that berth or that space for a reason not for other vehicles to merge in and get out and get over and do all of that no nigga i did this because this is the distance it's gonna take me to stop this big bitch and there's all types of alarms and alerts on the vehicles right so i didn't even know this shit because they wasn't on the practice vehicles that we practiced with on the range but when i got to driving on a uh on the road they got uh, a following distance alarm so it'll let you know how many seconds you are to, to the vehicle in front of you. You're six seconds away. You're five seconds away. You're four. So if that number starts at six and it starts going down, you're four seconds away, it'll, 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 start, it'll turn yellow. Like, I mean, you following too close. You're gaining on them. You know what I'm saying? And then once you slow down and the, and the number starts to grow and get bigger again, the alarm will go off. But this vehicle's on the front. alarms on the sensors on the front that set off alarms and the sensors on the side collision uh warnings right so red collision warnings will pop up if you get too close and it's like oh nigga you about to crash into this so i was riding through illinois and there was some uh construction so the barrels are on the side of me and it's like the barrels are really fucking narrow it's barely enough room for the truck to fit through these motherfucking barrels how they how close they had them and the collision warning went off. I'm like, what the fuck is this? You know what I'm saying? Like, what, what the fuck? You're like, oh, it's, it's the barrels that's sending them off. Because I know I'm not about to collide into the motherfucking vehicle in front of me. But it was the uh, the shit on the side of me that was so close to the truck that the, the sensors went off. So it's all type of sensors that help you when you're driving. You know what I'm saying? But 
This was my motherfucking experience. This shit was crazy. So the first night at the trust stop was cool. Boom. Next day, we pick up the load, get to Rock Island. We head from Rock Island to somewhere else, and then we go to fucking Pennsylvania, and I got to ride through the motherfucking mountains. I'm like, duh, this shit was crazy. This shit was crazy. You know what I'm saying? And this was the first week I'm out on the road, and I ain't going to lie. I enjoyed it. The shit was fun. You know what I'm saying? The shit, the shit was fun. You know what I'm saying? It, it was a good experience. I learned a lot. And, you know, I'm like, all right, I'm, I made the motherfucking right decision, right? So uh, after that, I, uh, after that, you know what I'm saying, we, uh, you know, we, I, I make it through that first week, I drive all my lows around and shit, you know what I'm saying, go through the mountains, all this crazy ass shit, so then I get my home day, you know what I'm saying, I come home, and once I get to the crib, you know, I'm chilling, and I don't go back out until Monday, yeah, I, uh, you know, I come back, you know what I'm saying, so I'm, I'm off for the weekend and shit, and then I come back Monday, so Monday, uh, me and my trainer agreed to meet at the drop yard at a certain time. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, all right, bet. I let him know when I'm going to be there. We get to the motherfucking yard and shit, and everything good. It's Monday morning, right? Everything good. We chilling. And so I'm putting all my shit in the car. You know what I'm saying? I'm putting all my shit in the truck and shit, my clothes, food, bedding, all of that shit. And this motherfucker got a chip on his shoulder. Like, this nigga's on some other shit. I don't know what the fuck wrong with dog, but he is tripping. And so I'm like, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Fuck what this nigga talking about. So we end up getting into it. We got into it helly. And we got into it so bad that he's not my trainer anymore. Like, they trying to find me a new motherfucking trainer. Like, I was about to beat the shit out this nigga. So let me set, because I'm about to play the audio for y'all so y'all can hear the whole fight or a clip of the fight or whatever. But I'm about to I'm about to play this audio, but let me set it up what's going on. It's Monday morning. It's 1230. We ain't been in the truck 20 minutes. We're headed from, uh, we're headed to some city in Wisconsin. I forget where we were going. We was going, we, we was, the trailer was already loaded and we dropping this shit off of somewhere in, uh, in Wisconsin. So I log into the tablet. I use the navigation. Boom! I got my I got my route. All of that. Boom! I'm good. We hop in the truck. I pull off. This motherfucker like, hey man, there's a DOT blitz. They cracking down on truckers this week. Uh, be careful of your speed. Or this, this, and the third. Like, watch out for this. Watch out for that. We don't want to get pulled over. I'm like, yeah, okay. I'm not paying this nigga no mind. I don't give a fuck about what you're talking about, bro. I don't. I don't give a fuck. Right. So I'm not paying him no mind. So about five minutes go by, and he like, did you understand what I said about the uh, the DOT blitz and shit? I'm like, yeah, I, I, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I heard you. He like, well, uh, I want a response when I say something. Like, don't just ignore me. I look at the nigga like, the fuck? Like, fuck, fuck dog on. You know what I'm saying? But I don't say shit. I don't pay no mind. Fuck this nigga. You know what I'm saying? So after that... Uh, there's a semi truck because I wish I had video. I'm watching the video, but y'all only gonna hear the audio. So what's happened is, is a state trooper got somebody pulled over on side of the freeway, and I'm in the right lane, so I have to get over to the middle lane until I pass them. So I get over. So you're gonna hear the blinker. You're gonna hear me get over, and then after I pass up the state trooper and the motherfucker pulled over, I get back over in the right lane, and. This motherfucker wants me to stay in the middle lane. 
And this is the altercation you're about to hear from this. And this is why I don't have a trainer anymore. So here it goes. Start the week off, man. You're not in the right fucking league. You know what? I, I'm if you're a, not gonna listen. If you're not gonna listen. We'll park this fucker. He's trying to tell you what. I don't know what you're trying to tell me, homeboy. Right. You gotta learn how to talk to me, motherfucker. I tell you right now. This is my truck, and I'm responsible. Fuck for this it. whole ass truck. Park this motherfucker. What the fuck is you talking about? You got me park. fucked up. For real. Yeah, well, I just trying to tell you something. I don't give a fuck what you trying to tell me, motherfucker. What the you talk to me? All right, well, let's park it. You're all done. No problem. I'll take you right back to your plan. No fucking problem. Park it, right? Now, I guarantee you ain't about to be talking all that stupid ass shit you was talking when I was driving. I guarantee you that. I'll tell you right now. I guarantee you ain't about to be talking all that dumb ass shit you was talking. Let's get the fuck out this truck. I'll fuck you up, nigga. Fuck is you talking to, blood? You're talking no nigger here. Fuck is you talking to, blood? I'll beat your motherfucking ass, homeboy. Fuck wrong with you. I'll beat the fuck out of you in here. You better watch how the fuck you talk to me. I told you. I don't give a fuck what you told me. Watch how you talk to me. You will get fucked up in here, Dave. Straight up. I'm not. I'm not going to put up with that. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck about none of that shit. I'll beat your ass in here. Huh, motherfucker? I'll beat the fuck out of you. You better watch how you talk to me. I'm a grown-ass man. So am I. Fuck is wrong with you? Bitch-ass nigga. <laughs> so, that was the altercation. This motherfucker was talking crazy to me because I didn't get over in the other lane. And fuck you. Fuck what you talking about. You ain't about to talk to me like my head's screwing off. You ain't about to talk to me any kind of way, hoe-ass nigga. So... I said what the fuck I had to say. This is a 60-year-old white man, and this nigga was scared to death, so he trying to get on the phone, and he trying to call the company. But he's shaking, you know what I'm saying? Because you, like, you done fucked up. Like, you in this little-ass box with me, nigga, and I'm pissed off now. You know what I'm saying? So this nigga's shaking like a motherfucker, and he trying to call the company and shit, and, but I don't give a fuck. I'm about to beat your motherfucking ass. So... You know, whatever happened, happened. The nigga, uh, he ain't do shit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we end up driving back to the motherfucking drop yard. I jump, I get all my shit out the truck. I jump in my motherfucking truck, and I came to the crib. You know what I'm saying? Called the company, told them what the fuck happened, and they like, all right, don't worry about that shit. We going to find you another trainer. Like, this nigga was talking crap. So they sent me the video, right? They sent me this video and shit that I just played, and they like, so how do you think you should have handled it? I'm like, I think I handled it impeccably. They're like, what you mean? Like, you don't think you, you know what I'm saying? Like, you threatened him and this, this, that, and the third. I'm like, yeah, but I didn't initiate anything. Like, you, you trying to talk to me about my response to disrespect. You know what I'm saying? She was like, well, listen, you know, there's things that are going to happen in the trucking industry that's going to be frustrating. And, you know, you can't respond like this. What if a customer says something to you and you can't respond like this? You was threatening. I say, listen, this ain't my first job. You know what I'm saying? Uh... I've 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 worked a lot of places. I've dealt with frustrating situations, but this was a disrespectful situation. You not gonna disrespect me. You ain't about to talk to me any kind of way and think I'm gonna respond politely to that. You know what I'm saying? Fuck him and fuck this company. It is what it is. I said what the fuck I said. And they was like, all right, listen, this nigga tripping, he gonna stand on that shit. We're gonna find you a new trainer, just chill out. So CDL sauce. That's what I went through. You know what I mean? Still out here, still trucking. Big CDL swag, you dig? You know what I mean? And shit, once you get your license, you got your motherfucking license, man. This is, you know, it ain't shit nobody can do about it. Can't nobody take it back. It ain't nothing nobody can do.
You know what I'm saying? UCDL certified forever until you fuck it up. You know what I mean? So that's my story. That's what the fuck I went through. Thank y'all for listening. With that, I'm gone. People said they was down for me, switched up, they was looking down on me, now I'm up, wish you would've stuck with me, now you stuck, cause somebody else hating every time I look up, can't keep me down.